My theory is that the bat had previously acquired the best man Greetings, you've entered into the Paracosmos, where anything is possible and everything is probable. I'm Lacey, and I'm just excited to talk about a vampire today. <laughs> and I'm Leah, and I think everybody should wear a little cape, just like Morbius. I want a little cape. I love capes. Why did we stop wearing capes and cloaks and, and shit like that? Oh, I don't know, but we should wear them again. Can you imagine, like, everything is so much cooler when you're, like, running down the stairs or out of a door and there's, like, a billowing cape behind you? I think that we should start it. I think that you and me should, you can start it for Illinois and I'll start it for Florida and then we'll be icons. Yeah, but in Florida, that would just be, like, another Florida person. <laughs> You're, well, I gotta join the ranks someday. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta do my civic Florida duty at some point and be. And in Illinois, they'll just be like, "That one's on crack." <laughs> <laughs> It'd be bath salts for me. <laughs> so we really wouldn't start a like a cultural movement at all. <laughs> it would be a movement so, for us. That's all that matters. It's worth the effort. It's worth the effort. Capes and cloaks are fucking cool. If you're a fan of Paracosmos, uh, you should wear a cloak or a cape every day. That's that's how we'll know. <laughs> we'll see someone in a cloak or a cape and we'll be like, <gasps> You like our They're podcast? Part of us. You, you like it? <laughs> One of us. Oh, One of us. Okay. I Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> God, we're so dumb. Uh, anyway. <laughs> So, Leah, what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about the one and only, literally the one and only, living vampire, Michael Morbius. Morbius. Dr. Michael Morbius. Yeah, doctor. Don't You got to work hard for that Aww. PhD. We can't forget the doctor on the, <laughs> on the tag on it. He earned that. Right. So, Morbius first appeared in The Amazing Spider-Man, uh, issue 101, 1971. So he'd been around for a minute. What a wild decade to have a vampire show up. Oh, Marvel was trying to get a vampire in their stuff since like the 50s. Nice. Yeah, they were not allowed to, though, due to the Comics Code Authority, which officially loosened up on how ridiculous they were in 1970. And as soon as they did, they were like, fuck you guys. He was a fucking vampire. I feel like the 70s are when a lot of things loosened up. People, serial killers, you know, double homicide. A like, lot. Shit. Just a lot. <laughs> we we got real loose as society come around the 70s. <laughs> so Michael Morbius was a Greek biochemist who had a very rare blood condition that was basically deteriorating all of his blood cells rapidly. Very fun. And making him, all, yeah, you know, very cool. Already a very pale, sickly looking human being who is slightly deformed looking because of like lack of fucking blood in his body. Uh, so after he became a doctor, he started fucking around with some bats like you don't do. Didn't become the Batman. Instead, accidentally turned himself into a pseudo vampire. Which basically meant he wasn't a mystical vampire. He was a science vampire. Because science. I love science vampires. Right? So, like, after he turned himself into a science vampire, he accidentally murdered his best friend, uh, who was trying to help him cure himself, because this man's son, his name was Emil Nikos, uh, also had a rare blood condition that they were trying to cure. But, Morbius being Morbius, 
killed his friend, couldn't cure the son, son still died, everybody fucking died. And now Morbius just hates himself and is sometimes very suicidal because he doesn't like being a monster. God, I completely forgot what I was going to say. Had a whole thing. Had a had a whole spiel. Well, you know what? I saved you guys. You're welcome. <laughs> um, what I will say is uh, I'm very excited. I'm excited for Morbius. I'm excited to have a vampire to obsess over because I am a stereotypical I don't know I'm some type of stereotype I'm sure but I just think vampires are neat I like their stories stereotypical child of the late 90s that grew up in the mid 2000s when vampires were very yeah cool. yes that nails it yes absolutely like that's <laughs> vamp yes absolutely like I didn't even watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer like I what's crazy is I didn't watch a ton of the vampire stuff but like I still loved vampires. Like, I don't know how to like, like I I think I read. Um, I loved everything. I read Dracula yeah. in school. I read Frankenstein and Dracula in school, and I was just like, "This is dope!" Like, I love this. This is cool. Like, monsters are dope. Um, so I'm excited that we're getting uh, <laughs> a monster. I'm excited that I'm. Yeah, I'm just excited about this. I'm really. I'm looking forward to this movie. A lot to look forward to in January. There's like a, a ton of stuff coming out soon and that Marvel has in the works just in regards to their monster department. Like, um, aside from Morbius coming out in January, fucking finally, uh, I literally thought this was going to end up being like the new mutants and just kicked around and scrapped for so many years that by the time it comes out, it's like not even all the way finished. And they're just like, fuck it. Like, we just got to put I this out uh, or get sued. That's a whole. Yeah, we're not doing that today. We're not doing that today. Uh, (laughs) Maybe that'll be next week or something where we just complain about the new mutants. Oh god, Uh, because I was so excited. Yep, for that movie. Big Um, same. Moving on back to to fucking Morbius. Now that I'm now that I'm angry, (laughs) thinking about the new mutants. Uh, Movie got delayed. I think it was finished filming in the middle of 2019 or something like that was supposed to come out in 2020 early 2020 and then they delayed it delayed it covid covid whatever uh finally coming out next month great or not next month january two months from now after uh spider-man no way home so there's a lot of speculation that spider-man will clear up some of the confusion from that trailer i like i really like spider-man i'm just not like obsessed with spider-man i have to be obsessed with something to really know a lot about it i think i situationally become obsessed with things like i'm not the number one spider-man fan or anything like that but i am right so normally (laughs) my thing is like captain america hawkeye stuff like that you know uh the x-men but it kind of switches so like in this immediate moment this month it's morbius uh and blade morbius and blade that i'm obsessed with right now which I can't wait for you to see Eternals so I can go on a blade and spiel. I know. Hey, everybody out there listening, don't tell me any Eternal spoilers. I mean, maybe by the time you hear this, I'll already watched it, but don't sh- shut up. <laughs> Quiet. I've, I've, already had to, I've already had to tell Leah 
Like, I, I told her to tell me the one spoiler at the end about Blade, because I'm just the type of person that sometimes I don't care about spoilers. I'm like, yeah, just tell me what everyone shut up. I'm going to go. I'm going to eventually see Eternals, and I don't want to know anything else. So shut up. Right. Like, me. I'm not going to tell too much to people. I'm not even talking about Eternals right now online with anybody, uh, because I want to give it a week or two so people can actually go see it before That's I start posting. Yeah, before I start it's posting cool. things. Uh, and if I do, I try to throw up like a spoiler slide first so that you're aware of what you're getting into. Um, but that doesn't stop people from messaging me. So in messages, I have been discussing Eternals with people, just not publicly. Uh, so yeah, like right now, it is Morbius and Blade that I'm completely obsessed with because as a child, I was obsessed with vampires. Literally, I've seen the entire series of Buffy the Vampire Slayer probably seven or eight times. Um, the original movie starring the one and only fabulous Nicolas Cage uh, in some weird side character role where he, like, died dramatically for, like, 15 minutes. Seen that a Hell handful yeah. of times. Like, any type of that vampire very movie. Nicolas Cage. Very Nick Cage. Very Nick Cage. He literally, like, it took forever for him to die. Uh, anything that had a vampire on it, I probably watched it or read it. Now, like, I had a ton of books and stuff. Um, when I was a kid, I was obsessed not a surprise, with the Amazing Spider-Man uh, animated series. Guess who appeared in some of those episodes? Only like four of them, I think. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a wild, I, I mean, really outlandish guess. Like, I'm really reaching. Morbius? It was definitely Dr. Michael Morbius. Hey! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was a handful of things that were completely different about him, though, because Michael Morbius, comic book-wise not affected by sunlight it does make him very sleepy and not feel so hot but it does not affect him the same way it does other vampires of the marvel universe uh because there are regular vampires in the marvel universe which they've mentioned a couple times in the mcu already in uh loki and thor they've offhandedly mentioned oh vampires that planet full of vampires in loki they mentioned uh pruning a timeline full of vampires so we know that they exist. So bringing Morbius and Blade into it is not that surprising. But sunlight doesn't bother him. Garlic doesn't bother him. He can't shapeshift. He like isn't fucking uh, bothered by the cross or religious uh, paraphernalia, things like that. But in the animated Spider-Man show, he was. All that shit bothered him. He transformed into like a giant man bat thing that flew around or whatever. You know? yeah. He still had his little cape. Hell so, yeah. Like, for that little cape but he still had that everything else bothered him and he was from transylvania and had like a weird accent uh wasn't trying to cure his own blood disease he was trying to cure like a transylvanian disease that affected only people from transylvania for whatever fucking reason uh and blade showed up to try and kill him and teamed up with spider-man it was like a whole four episode arc that i thought was the coolest shit ever when i was like eight so all of this started very very early for me he's very like I'm looking at the um, cartoon artwork for uh, Morbius in that Spider-Man uh, cartoon, and he looks—he reminds me of gargoyles. Yes, for sure. Yeah, and I loved very, yes. very similar artwork. I fucking loved gargoyles. I still watch that. Yeah. Those were some of my favorite things when I was a kid, like the artwork in the Amazing Spider-Man, gargoyles, okay. the animated X-Men series. Uh, it's like where the love of this stuff came from, you know was those worlds 
So fucking Morbius just shows up and he's like this giant bat thing. And uh, he helps at one point in the show and in the comics several times over. Him and Spider-Man are like frenemies. Spider-Man is aware Morbius doesn't want to be a bad guy. But Morbius literally cannot stop himself because he craves blood so badly that he loses control all the time. Um, but all he wants to do is be human again. Even if it kills him, he just wants to be human again. Uh, so he frequently teams up with Spider-Man to try and save himself because Spider-Man has radioactive blood that's mutated. And it will sometimes revert Morbius back to sort of human. And Spider-Man's mutate in his blood sometimes turns him into a monster. I don't know if you ever saw like the man spider that fucking popped up where he had like eight arms and like 12 eyeballs and weird shit but tell you what i haven't but i'm looking i'm gonna look at it now oh yeah morbius helps him uh deal with that a little bit with his blood also uh so there's a lot of really weird blood stuff going on um oh yeah i see it a lot of a lot of trade in blood it's a blood for the early to mid 90s whatever uh the animated version of morbius was not allowed to suck blood uh due to you know graphic content and shit for kids at the time so he was a plasma vampire and had like fucking weird octopus suckers on his hands and hell stuff yeah and like, i need the plasma and would like attack people with his hands or whatever hell yeah way to make it way to make it g-rate plasma is so much yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. So, not as scary, but still scary enough that my three-year-old made me turn off the episode when Blade showed up. Because uh, Spider-Man and Blade team up to try and track down Morbius. Uh, Blade wants to kill him. Spider-Man wants to cure him. So they work together to try and find him. Uh, plot twist. They fucking don't. <laughs> he just he disappears into the night and like you never see him again in that show. But it was still a wild ride. All I, all I can think is like just how wild those cartoons are. <laughs> it's completely insane, and like you see that shit all the time where Morbius and Spider Man like team up to try and like defeat something. In that 2019 run of Morbius, the Living Vampire, um, at the end of it, I think the second to last issue, Spider Man does show up to stop Morbius, and uh, they end up kind of working together. I'm not going to spoil it because you haven't read it yet, but is it serves just as kind of like a an introduction kind of bridge gap into Morbius's like psyche a little bit it explains like the the thin line between being a good person and a bad person and what could push you over the edge you know like just that's the stuff i like to see yeah like morbius doesn't want to be a bad guy but he literally can't help it so his whole thing is he's going to only attack bad guys saw that with venom uh in the movie venom only gonna attack bad people it doesn't always work out that way but right trying, <laughs> you know? good plan. but they're trying um so i think that's what's so fascinating about morbius is like he was a good man like a good man a good doctor who wanted to cure a disease that was affecting a lot of people and that was very rare and had no cure for it and instead he accidentally turns himself into a monster like for science for science fucking love science monsters dude speaking of science monsters morbius is sometimes on a bunch of like monster teams have you heard of any of them 
Um, I haven't. I see that you have them here, but like, I have not heard of yeah. these teams at all. Like, <laughs> I recognize a lot of the names, like, you know, Ghost Rider, Blade, um, obviously Morbius, uh, Doctor Strange. Like, I, I recognize a lot of the names. Um, oh yeah, you know, Santana, all you know, Man Thing, but have I? seen these in action i have not but they sound dope so this is probably like one of the coolest little pocket worlds of marvel is when they start playing with the monsters because like i said back in the in the 50s and 60s they really really wanted to play with movie monsters because that was such a popular thing at the time like we were at the turn of of horror movies and night of the living dead had just like ramped up like zombies were all over the place frankenstein dracula um werewolves you know american werewolf in london was out in the in the 80s and stuff so like they really they really wanted to play with monsters and they were not allowed to so instead of publishing comic books they started publishing marvel magazines because they didn't have the same restrictions in a magazine like they did in a comic book and that's where they introduced some of these monster characters uh like the howling commandos and the midnight suns legion of monsters weird shit like that and uh I mean, you'll see the like, Blade sometimes teams up with these guys. Two different Ghost Rider variations. Uh, Hannibal King, which if you've any watched any of those god-awful uh, Blade movies of the late 90s and early 2000s that are my absolute favorite thing ever, you'll recognize Hannibal King was Ryan Reynolds in that, who's very different from comic book Hannibal King. So I'm curious if they're going to do that in the new Blade reboot, but we'll find out. <laughs> They also uh, just casted the Werewolf by Night actor who will play Werewolf by Night. So next year, we're getting a Halloween edition uh, to Disney Plus called Werewolf by Night. I don't know if you knew about that. I did not. No. I definitely think yep. you stay yep. the most up to date with what is new and coming out. And I'm just over here like, what am I going to be obsessed with today? I'm obsessed with everything. So like I... <laughs> Yeah, that's the that's I think that's the one difference between like us that I have found is that you're obsessed with like everything while my obsession has to hone in on like two or three things at a time because they completely encompass me for that period of time. <laughs> so like like I said, I'm not completely obsessed with Morbius yet, but like the more we talk about him and the more we have talked about him and discussed him and like stuff's coming out in january like i i know i already can tell the pull i'm being pulled into it so i know it's gonna happen soon because that's how it, it's always how it feels right before it happens i think we are well on our way to making a midnight sun um live adaption too so the midnight suns is mostly centered around like dr strange um the demon Lilith, because Marvel likes to play on a lot of weird shit like this, uh, releases a bunch of little demon minions to take over the world. And who has to stop her? Doctor Strange. What does he do? He calls in all of the monsters that he knows. Uh, the Ghost Riders, Morbius, uh, Blade, all of these people to stop that. And what are we about to get into the Marvel Universe? Werewolf by Night. We're getting more Doctor Strange. Blade is coming. We've not officially seen literally any artwork or anything for Blade, but they've confirmed he's coming. We know who's going to play him, and it's going to be fantastic. Uh, Werewolf by Night is coming. 
Like, there's all kind of weird shit that's rumored to be coming. So, I think Midnight Suns is going to be one of those superhero team-ups that we're going to get, along with uh, the Thunderbolts, the Young Avengers, stuff like that. If they keep going with this weird ass Spider Man shit that they're doing, I mean, I love the weird ass Spider Man shit they're doing, so I'm ready. Oh, yeah, I'm so ready for that. It's ready for the Marvel universe to expand the way it's expanding. I'm ready. Like, yeah, I think we're moving out of like genetically engineered super soldier or spy universe and we're getting into like mystical. Yeah, yeah, and I like that. Marvel. I love it. It's fun. It's got way less rules that apply to it when it's like the mystical side of everything uh and that's a lot of fun too when there's not like so much stuff just like bogging you down like you have to ground it all in reality like they try to do because like we're getting like three movies closer to the fucking mutants coming in so it's gonna be a good time yeah i know i'm i'm ready i'm ready for mutants but i know it's gonna be a little minute and that's fine that's fine i just i can't believe we're living in a world where they're like about to introduce vampires into the mcu yeah i mean i who would have this thought? is I I personally think um this is a great time to be alive if you're a like comic book fan. For sure. Like yeah, like sometimes they're going to make you mad, but like I still think this is a great time to be alive as a comic book fan. Like I will take um slight changes to the characters all the time versus straight from page to screen adaption because I don't always want to know exactly what's coming. Like, it kind of takes the fun out of watching the movie. If I'm going to sit for three hours and watch a damn movie, then I want it to, like, retain me and grip me. So I don't want it to follow 100% the story that I already know. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I I will say, like, I I agree with that thought. Like, I kind of, you know, sometimes it's good that they take their own direction and change it up. And in reality, that's what the comic books do. You know, we you've had characters in comic books that have died so many times that they come back. Right. Sometimes I'm a little sick of that shit. Like, I do appreciate that James Gunn came out in, like, the last week and said Yondu, who was Michael Rooker, uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy, will stay dead as long as James Gunn is attached to that world. Uh, he was like, I know we bring people back from the dead all the time, like characters, and we play with them, but we're not doing that. I'm, I will not do that. But sometimes it's nice that they just leave it gone so it doesn't bring up their sacrifice you know and make it lesser than uh but then sometimes i'm like just bring them back you could just bring back black widow like we don't gotta question it you could just slip her back in and not mention it yeah i agree (laughs) we just just slip her right in just oh there she is no one talk about it just like oh oh remember that one time that like she got out of the plane and then there she is ha 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 uh, <laughs> and that's it. We don't ever address it again. I like when they do weird shit like that sometimes too, because it's just funny. Because um, like I do, I do take this stuff like seriously, but not so serious that I'm gonna like get mad and stop watching it or stop reading it for little things. You know, uh, I don't think you can take literally anything in life so serious sometimes. Otherwise, you're just gonna go absolutely insane. Yeah, I agree. All over the place right now. I just want to. <laughs> I just want to see it. Yeah, I, I'm just excited that we're finally getting to see this. I hope it's a good movie. Um, I hope it follows from uh, the Morbius first teaser trailer that we got a year ago. Um, it kind of looked like an entirely different film from the trailer that was just released what last week or something. Uh, it was last week, but the new trailer makes this seem like it's going to follow the first Venom. Uh, it was set up 
doing a little bit of a horror element. Yeah. With an anti-hero element, you, love, you know. We love a good horror element. Do, and that's why I loved the first trailer so much and was so surprised because I did not know they were making a Morbius movie until that teaser released. Uh because I don't follow a lot of Sony news because generally they just don't make very good movies. Uh, That's true. <laughs> it's unfortunately it's true, but it sounds like Marvel and Sony are now in a legit partnership. I mean, I know for the last year and a half, Marvel has been trying to just outright buy uh, all the Spider-Man rights back to it. So they don't have to go through this shit anymore. Like I could see this character already from what I know, becoming part of my like comic book sleeve. Easily. Yeah, he's one of my favorite things to read, um, for sure. Yeah, so uh, I have one of his comics. I just, you know, have to sit down and read it um, as part of my do things <laughs> for yourself. Uh, and so once once I start reading it, like, I'm sure I'm going to get obsessed and be excited. Um, but from what I've seen so far, I, I'm all like, I'm already excited. But yeah, like, I, I, I think people really struggle with like villains not just being straight up villains but i think what they like are really failing to realize is that a good villain is never just a villain like a vil a good villain is someone that you you sit there and go huh maybe i would have done that like maybe if that had happened to me i would have become the bad guy a good villain makes you question yourself yeah. and like put you in their shoes so to say that anyone is true or i think it should be more rare that we have a just straight up villain like a straight up villain in my opinion across like pop culture is like michael myers that's a straight up villain there is no redeeming factors to michael myers like that's it he's just evil incarnate but if you constantly see that it's boring yeah for sure and i think that's why like the dark knight joker was such a hit with people because he was straight up just bad for bad like he was just chaos for chaos and uh there was like really nothing redeemable about that version of the joker whereas the new joker movie right. with joaquin phoenix uh it made him redeemable they made it like empathetic for why he did the things he did and is going to do the things he'll do in the future and stuff uh because of his mental illnesses and the way people treated him and things but the dark knight like the nolan version of the joker was just a bad guy people loved that because like could you do the things that the joker did could you do you know the things that michael myers does like what would it take to push you that far i think some people are having that issue with morbius because they're like well, he's a monster. He's a vampire monster thing. So why why is he going to be like a hero when he's a monster? Yeah, and I, I feel like part of what people are forgetting is he started as a doctor. He didn't start as a monster. All over the Twitter fights you've been having, I'm, I'm in on them now. I'm like, what the hell? Like, let, let the anti-hero thing happen. Let us see characters struggle. And who? how do you know, like... Maybe they're anti-heroes right now. You don't know where the studio's going to take them. They could go vil- Like, there's always the chance that in sequels or other movies that we see them in where they get brought in that they choose the villain side, which is probably highly likely. You know, stop assuming that just because they're an anti-hero in their movie means they're not going to go villain in a different movie. 
You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, for like, sure. That like, opportunity I think that is there. This movie is just a it's a setup for Morbius, and uh, like we're gonna see him do some other stuff in the future because we've got Blade coming in, um, and we all know Blade just likes to attack shit. So he just be doing things to do things sometimes too. But for sure, like I think that they'll they'll circle back around and make both of these characters bad, you know, but not like evil. I that's what I hope. I hope that we I hope that we see them kind of tip into evil, not evil, uh, tip into the bad guy side, um, a bit because that that is I get that, yeah, I get that that's true to their character, um, but like. Right in this movie, he is becoming the vampire. Like, he starts out normal. If you were just a normal person, just helping people, like a doctor or a nurse or any sort of your first responder, if you dedicated your life to helping people and all of a sudden you were a monster and you were struggling not to kill people, you would probably have a very hard time with right and wrong and doing maybe things that are good but in the wrong way like you're gonna <laughs> go back and forth for a bit like you're not gonna it's not like you get vampire powers me. and then you're like well i'm evil now that's it now i'm a bad guy because bats got me in no, i'm just a bat bro they, uh, let me get some of that bats got me in <laughs> so they just turned my whole my whole value Jesus system Christ. just flipped upside yeah I, down, I think that's why i like morbius so much as a character too because like he's constantly conflicted over what he's yeah. doing and he'll go do some that's like it. terrible heinous shit and then turn around and be like, why have I done this? What is wrong with me? I need to cure myself. And then he'll just immediately go like, I cannot cure myself. I must kill myself. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you're flipping. You're flipping all over the place right now, my dude. I don't know. He, he's, a, he's an interesting character. Yeah, like, let... Let characters be more than hero or villain. I get that we see anti-hero a lot, but that's because there's so much more to explore in a character when they're an anti-hero. You know, there's so much more to explore when they're not the goody two-shoes and they're not the straight-up villain. We get to see more. We get to learn more. You know, and eventually they'll probably choose a path because you can't stay anti-hero forever yeah. usually. It's Or it's difficult to do. Um... But let us see the beginning. Let us enjoy it. Let us like learn and grow with the character and understand them. That makes them better. Like if you're arguing that you want him to be a villain, you know, or people are arguing that, let us see the beginning stages. And that is the beginning stages is struggling. I, I just really like that they're going to show that, that they're not just going to throw us into this thing like... um. We haven't seen the Eternals yet, but that's kind of what they did. They skip over some things and they jump back in time. And there's a lot of like flashbacks and stuff going on. So instead, we're just getting straight from the beginning of who is Michael Morbius? What did he do? And then how has he become this monster uh, struggling to stay human? Yeah. So I'm hoping that they'll do that and not just be like, and now he's a living vampire. What's up, Jared Leto? Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So Jared Leto. <laughs> Jared Leto is our main guy in this. Also, I didn't realize like I watched the trailer, I did not realize that other big name like I didn't realize Michael Keaton was in this. I didn't realize Matt Smith was in this. I was like, what? Oh, they've got all kind of things <laughs> okay. going on in, this, in the new movie, yeah. And it comes out in January. Yeah, I'm, I think. Yeah. 
I'm excited for this. Like, watching the second... Like, I remember when the first trailer came out, and I was like, oh, I definitely want to see that. Like, that looks like a character that I would, I would really be into. And then I remember because the first trailer came out, um, I was in the comic book shop, and uh, like I do, and... <laughs> Uh, there was a new Morbius, like, I don't know if it's a mini series or not, because I haven't been able to keep up with it, but, because I have too many comic books that I, at home, I buy them and then I get distracted, don't read them, so I have to limit myself, or else I'll just end up with too much, um, <laughs> the too much gene. <laughs> um, yeah, so I haven't read it yet, um, I'm going to before the, before I see the movie, um, but that was, like, the trailer was what made me want the comic. So I got the comic, and then now I saw the second trailer, and I'm like, well, that looks really... The only part. That's it. This is all I'm going to say. And I've told Leah this already. <laughs> I don't like... I don't like the flying scene. I can just tell... I can tell he's on wires. Yeah. It's like, he just looks uncomfortable. It's like the only thing Which, of the trailer that looks like the CGI was a little unfinished. Oh, it was the yeah. flying scene. Other than that, like the when he goes full on like vampire, that looks sick as shit. Oh, I love yeah, that. Like, and yeah, so the good. thing with Morbius is like that's how he looks all the time. He doesn't go back and forth from looking like a human being to looking like a monster. So I'm curious if they're gonna do that. If it's gonna be like he can kind of turn on and off his vamp face, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer vampires could. Uh, I know it would just be like awkwardly difficult and expensive to cgi that that morbius vampire snout onto his head all the time but i don't know they might do it it definitely would bring something interesting to him meeting like venom and spider-man especially tom holland spider-man who's so young you know to see and like he's fought like aliens yeah. and thanos and and you know shit like that before but he's not gone up against something monstrous yet like the lizard or venom or morbius you know no blade no stuff like that so to see him in morbius as the living vampire interact with each other would be really really cool because i i think that that would just be humorous too just like oh my god this is a monster <laughs> yeah i agree i i definitely i mean i just i like really i just think monsters are cool so i like that we're getting a monster character like getting that's a why fucking I, lot that's, of monster characters in the Marvel yeah that's why i like up. venom too yeah so that's i mean and that's that's a big part of why i like venom because he's a big alien monster boy like that's sick like it just looks cool um sometimes it is about how cool they look well, i'm not gonna lie like yeah. you go to a comic book shop sometimes i see the cover of a comic and i'm like that looks cool. I'm buying oh, it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, that's why I circled back around to starting to read Morbius again, because I'd stopped for a really long time. Because, like, he really, he's mostly a side character, you know? He doesn't get his own shit going on very often. But uh, in 2019, there was a, a miniseries that came out, which might be the one that you have, too, because I think we talked about that. But it's written by um, Alea, or Vita Alea, I think is what her name is. I can't remember. But it just... That's like the first headline Morbius series in a while. And the the cover illustration for it is just so like whimsically monstrous. Like just this big rippling vampire face across the front of it. So I'm like, I want to read that. <laughs> right, exactly. So I bought like, it and I read it all. 
Yeah, like, I never thought I would be into the Spawn comics, but, like, I see the covers and I'm like, I'm buying that. Right, like, maybe at some point. <laughs> yeah. I'll like, it just, Spawn. it, like, sometimes it's just the cover, the art, well done artist. Shout out to comic book artists, real quick, like, honestly. Right, like, you don't get enough credit. They really don't. They do not get enough credit. Like, I definitely don't think they get enough credit for being these amazing creators before movies come out. Like, I think they should get more credit. Um, Because, I mean, that's that's what... The movies are cool, but the artwork is, like, the coolest, in my opinion. And I think that's what brings so many people into comics, is, like, the artwork on the covers. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, it's... And then the art inside of it, panel by panel. You know, comics are very, very... They're for visual people. And yeah. if it's not just completely, like, killing it, then people don't want to read it, you know? And that's why, like, I know I talk about it yeah. so fucking much, but Matt Fraction's Hawkeye run with, uh, what is it, David Aha, I think, is who did the art on that. I really should know this. Uh, it's iconic, you know? Like, his artwork is- Oh, what- the one you just sent me? This is um, one of the Morbius covers. The run that oh I, w- God, I read. That's so sick. Uh, that's with the Melter and Morbius. Uh, I mean, they take like a lame-ass villain named the Melter and made it look cool. So, <laughs> like The Melter. It's something about the art. That is why I got into comics when I was a kid. You know, that's what made me want to be an artist. That's what I started painting and drawing and stuff. Because I loved the visual representation of superheroes and monsters. Because that's what I fucking liked. And it was better than having like stupid shit on like what was it the wb morning cartoons no like that wasn't fantastic art so comic books were way better yeah hell yeah that's why we're here honestly because we love comic books that's that's why we like talking about comic book content that's you know it's our whole our whole thing y'all if you haven't caught on by now yeah (laughs) that's what we do We like to talk about uh, comic book characters and their movies and what we're excited about and what we're not excited about. That is Morbius. He is a living vampire who probably can eat garlic bread or maybe not. I hope so. That would be... (laughs) Honestly, I might want to die too if I wasn't allowed to eat garlic bread. (laughs) You know, like that's that's the whole reason that he just doesn't want to be alive anymore. Uh, He can't have the garlic bread. Forget the urge to eat people and be bad and do all this stuff like you can't eat garlic bread i don't know what you're doing honestly i don't know how you're living uh or just garlic in general like oh oh real quick uh so no do you like the casting of jared leto as morbius i am gonna give it a chance (laughs) that is what i'll say i'm not gonna go into it negative i was at first i was like really okay but you know I think it's just him the person. He's just weird. He's just a weird dude. And it just kind of, you know, he's living his life. He's doing what he wants. You know, is he happy? <laughs> Great. Awesome. So long as he's not hurting anybody. He's just weird. I'm weird too. So I have no room to judge. I have, I have absolutely no room. Um, but I, I am going into it as a, like, I'm going into it with the attitude of like, Maybe this will be really good. (laughs) Maybe he won't be good. I will say his acting abilities are usually pretty good. So that gives me hope. Like, he's usually a good actor in movies. Um, 
is it weird that he highly com- like I hope he doesn't start biting people on set. I hope he didn't do that because yes. he did some yes. weird stuff as the Joker. So yeah, so I just hope he's not you know biting people on set because he's trying to get into the role. I think that the, yeah. that was like a closed case though because that was the first time I think I'd ever heard anything weird about him. Like aside from like he's just I a weird see that, guy yeah. in general, you know. Like but the first time he done weird shit on set, the Joker. Uh, yeah. I think it'll be fine. Yeah, I th- I think that casting him as Morbius is probably, like, the niche character that he was looking for. You know, like, that... For some reason, that just seems like a decent fit. Like, I can't think of another human being that could have played Morbius. At this moment, anyway, you know? I don't know. We'll see when the movie comes out if I still feel that way. But hopefully it's fine. Hopefully he didn't send any dead bats to anybody, because that Jesus. would probably be, like advised or actually go and try to find bats illegal cut his hand for real and believe that that i do believe (laughs) that that i do this is real that part was actually real they just filmed him really doing that (laughs) (laughs) i could see that (laughs) he was so into the role he said no i don't want this to be cgi i don't want it to be effects i need to we're really doing this He's like legitimately flying in that tunnel. Like that's not CGI after all. Yeah, it's he's actually Leto floating. <laughs> yeah, it's just you know, if Jared Leto could float, I believe it. I would believe it. He's a weird fucking person. Yeah, if all yeah, of a sudden like Jared Leto started floating. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like if all of a sudden he started floating, I'd be like, yeah, that's believable. <laughs> like a hundred percent. I'm like, Jared you know, maybe Leto, he is Morbius. 100%. Maybe he actually he just actually <laughs> Jared became Leto, Morbius. Living vampire. Hopefully, hopefully it's a good film. I hope it is because it does sound like he got snuffed a little bit as the Joker. Like they cut out a ton of stuff that made it worthwhile. Oh yeah, you know, they did. Is what it sounds like. So hopefully they didn't do that to him this time. Maybe that's what made him crazy. Who knows? But yeah, I'm excited, I'm excited to see the movie for sure. So I mean, I'm definitely gonna give Jared Leto a chance, obviously, because I'm excited for the movie. I'll give him a little chance. He fucks this one up. A, a Jared little- Leto and I are done. <laughs> Jer- me and I am <laughs> writing him and we are done we <laughs> broke up now <laughs> we, we just ended it <laughs> alright well I think that's that's it I think that I think that covers Morbius uh, until more Morbius stuff comes out hopefully at some point yeah Marvel will revisit those comics yeah I'm yeah I'm being I definitely I hope that this one is so good that I want a sequel yes um Hopefully that sequel will be better than Let There Be Carnage. We, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>